It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. the far post. Can he get a shot off? It's Ferreira to get a second. Yes, he does. Goes in off the hands of JT Marcinkowski. Sebas Ferreira has picked up the second. It's 4-2 Houston Dynamo. Welcome back to the first edition of 15 with Finn here in the new year. By new year, I mean 2022-2023. We're going to cover the New England Revolution game because it was a lot of fun to watch. Some of you might be asking, Finn, where have you been? Guys, I've been going through some shit. Haven't really felt like recording. I've also been extremely busy, but no worries. Do not fret because Joseph Stats and I will be back this week, possibly tonight. Not quite sure yet. We haven't talked. We've had to reschedule two recordings. One because I fell asleep, and the other because I didn't feel like doing it. Oh, and then Joey had plans. Joey had plans. Him and that sexy-ass body. 100 pounds later, this bitch is out there getting his player on. But, yeah, so let's talk about the New England game. 
And I'm going to start with our lineup. We go out there and we run Thor Ulfersen, which I understand because it was snowing. We'll get to that. Thor goes out there at the nine. Corey and Yvonne Franco on the wings, which makes sense. Our midfield is who you expected it to be. Artur, Karaski, and Hector Herrera. And the back line, due to Franco Escobar's knock, we got the saw Joey's favorite, Griffin Dorsey, who I think kind of was at fault for all three goals. But we'll get to that, too. And then uh, everybody's favorite, short, odd haircut goalkeeper, Stephen Clark. Steve has had a really, really terrible run. I, uh, I, don't, I don't know what's happened to him, but it's happened really fast, and it's been consistent over two games. He's been quite poor. Now, Gillette Stadium featured 13,000 people, supposedly, that came out to watch this. I was looking at the... Uh, I watched the game, and I'm going to tell you what. They made BBVA, excuse me, Shell Energy look like a full house. It was empty. It was desolate. I get that it was snowing, and it's the Dynamo. But still, I mean, it looked like a, an open cup game on a Tuesday night. Remember those? We're going to have those again. So, lineup-wise, look, Ben, I know you don't listen. We have a designated player at the nine, Sebastian Ferreira. What happened in week one? I don't think was his fault. He didn't get good service in. He barely touched the ball. He needs to play. He's a DP. We paid good money for him. Put his ass out there. He should not lose his spot to Olferson unless he's injured or he gives you the finger and walks out of practice. We paid money for him. This happened last year. Look at the film. Last year, he started quite slow. He didn't look good when the season started. Play him into form. We need him, especially for this, uh, for this upcoming weekend's game at home. He needs to play, cold or not, snowing or not. Thor isn't even close. Thor looks good late in the game because everybody's fucking tired. That's what people really, I guess they forget about that. That's why Tyler Pasher looks so good late in the games. Because he's tired, they're tired, and he's well-rested. Anyway, play Ferreira. I don't want to have to have this conversation again. Apple, fix your fucking audio. The audio didn't sync up. Maybe it was my, maybe it was my feed. But the audio was like 10 minutes off. It was absolutely ridiculous. It was, it, was, it was really bad. Also, make it easier to find how to do a replay. Because I've done it once before, and then I couldn't remember. And I'm not that stupid. I mean, I'm dumb. But I'm not that dumb. So ratings-wise, Corey Barrett rated out at a 6.8. I don't know how. Thor Olferson, 5.8. Makes sense. Yvonne Franco, 6.1. He gets thrown around the field a lot. And I'm pretty excited to see uh, I mean Bassey for him. I mean Bossy. Artur, 6-9. Karaskia, 7-1. Herrera, 7-5. Midfield was a strong point again. Dorsey rated out at a 7. I think Joey did his uh, ratings this week for Footmob. I didn't see it. Bartlow was a disaster once again. Hadebe played poorly. Tate Schmidt was a 5-7. I think they flipped the ratings on Schmidt and Dorsey just because they're brothers. And Stephen Clark was a 5-8. I mean... The back line is fucking horrible right now. It's quite porous. And Steve Clark has put up back-to-back shit-rotten performances. Is it time to see Andrew Tarbell? I think so. Especially against his old club. A chip on his shoulder. Put his ass in. What, what do we got to lose? 
We've seen Clark in back-to-back games, and even in preseason, look shitty. And it's been consistent. I'm with throwing Tarbell out there. Subs. Our subs did all right. Ferreira, 6'5". Kenyone, 6'1". Don't forget, he's very young still. Bossy, 6'6". And Caicedo, 6'3". He's a good pickup. Guys didn't get in. Brooklyn Reigns. Why not? I think putting Reigns in it would have been all right. I, uh... I'm also pretty excited for Brad Smith to come back. It's going to be a big pick-me-up. But the stat sheet, once again, stats-wise, guys, this this wasn't like, this wasn't a blowout. You know, the XG was 1.5 to 0.6. We had eight shots to their 14. Uh, Possession, we had more possession. Didn't we? Didn't we? Didn't we once again? Yeah, we did. That's one thing we've been doing differently, is we're possessing the ball more than the other team. 54% 54% to 46. Pass accuracy, 85% to 83. So the system is there. It's just the final third. The link-up play in the final third is not happening. And after week one, I noticed the announcers were very hard on Ferreira. Guys, he's one person. There's nine other guys, ten other guys that get on the ball. It's just not happening. But anyway, let's get back to what we're here to talk about. Early yellows, two games in a row. Coco Karaskia and Dorsey got a yellow early on against New England. If they, if what they did rated a yellow, so did Latif's blessing. Latif's blessing's foul was a yellow card as well. It's been very inconsistent with pro referees. And no, I don't think two yellows offset three goals. But it's not consistent across the board. Each game, back-to-back, early yellows. The other team commits a similar foul, no yellow. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify doesn't make any sense going through this some of these guys griffin dorsey we'd have been better off with daniel steris there franco escobar did not have a very good first game but he looks better than griffin dorsey (laughs) dorsey looked better versus tired legs that's the thing with these these guys these holdovers they look good at the end because the other team is tired franco escobar is an mls champion is he not he's played with huge clubs Griffin Dorsey was cut by the Galaxy 2. I like Dorsey. Escobar is better. If Escobar is healthy, he needs to play. Same with Ferreira. Uh, I like Yvonne Franco. I think he needs to get in the weight room if he's going to put up with the physicality of MLS. I think Amin Bossi uh, showed in the preseason what he brings. He brings that creativity. He brings the creativity we need. And God, do we need some. Because Sebastian Ferreira is hungry. And someone needs to feed him the ball. 
Midfield, once again, is our strongest suit. Somebody said, I think it was Glenn Davis. New England did a great job of clogging up the midfield. Okay, so if they clog up our midfield, our backs and our wings should have openings. And I don't think our midfield was that poor. I think Hector Herrera, through two weeks, has been hands down the best player with Coco number two. And then maybe Artur. Our three best are right there. So the midfield is 100% our strong suit, and it's 100% where we're going to win games. And if they're going to overload the midfield, then we've got to take advantage with guys like Franco Escobar and when he's healthy, Brad Smith. Because Schmidt has done very well in his first two games, considering he kind of just walked off the street and was like, hey, I'm ready to play. Put me in. Um, I think Schmidt's a steal. I think Tate Schmidt was a good find. I think Dorsey was a good find. I think Schmidt's better than Dorsey. I know we've seen Dorsey for a lot longer, but I think Schmidt's better. I 100% think Brad Smith is going to change the way things look on the left. The problem with everybody on the left is they're not really defensive-minded. We have a lot of offensive fullbacks, and we have one true six in the midfield, which is Artur. Dorsey is offensive-minded. Franco Escobar, he goes both ways. But uh, we'll see. I think it's time for Steris. I think the Ethan Bartlow experiment needs to end right now, especially with Austin coming to town. We need somebody back there who's been consistent, who's physical, who has shown that he can compete at this level. Ethan Bartlow has not done that. Bartlow has shown through two starts that he is right now well below average. He had a shit rotten game in the second week. He didn't have a very good game the first week. Steris has been better. When we signed Steris, people were like, oh no, just another journeyman, a big log, big tall tree. But he's been better than both of them. Andrew Tarbell. Like I said at the beginning, I think it's time. I don't know what's happened to Steve Clark. I know that he has not looked this bad in back-to-back games for us ever. Yes, it's only been a year. But dude, it's been bad. It's been, it's been horrendous. This is some of the worst goalkeeping I've ever seen. And that goes for watching my son's, my son when he was in I-9 for a year. They didn't have a goalkeeper. The no goalkeeper kept more clean sheets than Steve Clark. I don't know what's happened to him. He looks confused. He got a yellow card. He looks slow to play the ball. He doesn't quite look like he knows what's going on. Now, um, we're already getting the, uh, the people calling for Ben Olsen's head. Guys, the proof is in the stat line. The system is there. The system is working. We're playing attractive, free-flowing football. We are. Through two games, I think we've created, is it 23 shots? Something like that. 23 shots and 8 on target, 7 on target. That's the issue. It's getting them on target. It's that final ball. It's that last chance in the final third. That's not what's happening. You can write off the New England game. <clears throat> because Thor Olferson shouldn't be starting. Unless Sebastian's hurt. I don't get dropping your DP in game two. Not when you're playing a game in two weeks. I don't understand it. The weather. It's cold. Herrera's Mexican. Escobar's Argentinian. I think Artur's Brazilian. Yvonne Franco is Uruguayan, Paraguayan, Paraguayan. They're all from fucking South America and Central America. It's warm there. They all played. 
You cannot drop your DP if he's healthy. Unless, like I said, he's, you know, flipping off the coach or sleeping with other players' wives. But it is much too early to go and start saying this was the wrong hire, to go and start saying this is a failure. We're two games in. We got, what, 32 left? I mean, at least take solace in the fact that Shell Energy Stadium this Saturday, you're going to have a breeze flowing through your backside thanks to those mesh seats. If you're hungry, bitch, you can go get Vietnamese egg rolls. You can go get a Trill Burger. You can go get a wide variety of food that isn't just garbage. I can't wait to see how much it costs. I'm not going to buy any of it. I'm going to smuggle food in like I always do. I cannot wait to see how much these new, uh, these local delicacies cost. But still, you're not going to bring people in for the fucking food. You got to put a good product on the field. And I think it was Victor Ariza said, this team is not better than last year. I think they are. I think they are. I just don't think that they've gelled yet. You can't tell me that having Herrera and Artur in the midfield is better than Darwin Seren and Matias Veda. That's not the same. Now, Tim Parker has gone through a revitalization in St. Louis. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for really a trying for us. Uh, he scored more goals in one game than he did for less than two years. But you have to be a little more patient. You know, I'm a, I'm a Spurs fan, and we got people calling for Conte to be fired. We're in fourth place. We're in the Champions League spots. You got to stop being so reactive. Look at the stat line. Look at the patterns of play. Look at the difference between the last between this year and the last oh my god I don't even remember I don't remember the last time we didn't hoof the ball up the field because I started watching under the Cabrera era and that's what we did granted we had Kyoto and Elisa Minotis we don't have those guys but we do have some quality players that have come in internationally we have an analytics department we've invested in the academy we've made some low risk high reward signings and we've brought some players in on loan that really look like they could help the team I think this Saturday, at home, for the first time, with the crowd and the energy back in our boys, I think that we are going to see a different team. We can't lose. We cannot lose this Saturday. This Saturday has to be a win. It has to be a physical, violent, dominant win. Like We have to put Austin in their place and let them know that's not time. That's a text. That shit should be off we got to let Austin know who really runs Texas. He got beat at, by St. Louis at home. Two quick games at home, a cupcake road game, the darlings of MLS. Let's get out there and fill the stadium this Saturday. I'll be there with one of my kids. I don't know which one yet. Whichever one has the better grades. But they're real excited about the bucket hats. They're excited to wear the bucket hats. That's what they're excited about. Oh, boys and girls, time is... Up. He's got Ferreira at the far post. Can he get a shot off? It's Ferreira to get his second. Yes, he does. Goes in off the hands of JT Marcinkowski. Sebas Ferreira has picked up the second. It's 4-2 Houston Dynamo.
big shout out to my favorite band, Familiar with Failure, for the introductory music. You can find them at FWFTX on all social media platforms. Once again, that's Familiar with Failure. Check them out. Badass band. Cool ass people. <laughs> <laughs>